John Moore still on vacation. I'm Jerry Agar in here for him this week and next week. He'll be back on August the 8th, right after the August long weekend. So here's a report in The Spectator. A homebuyer couple says they've been living out of suitcases for months while the current tenants refuse to leave the East Hamilton bungalow they were supposed to move into in May. Don and Lori McKibben sold their one-bedroom condo and they bought this house and they bought it to live in. They didn't buy it for any other reason, but the tenants won't get out. And uh, Lori McKibben joins me now. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you? I'm well. Where are you? Pardon me? Where are you? Are you in a hotel, motel? I'm actually, right now, I'm staying in my sister-in-law's one-bedroom apartment in Burlington until the 15th of August. She went out of town. Oh, I see. And then what happens when she comes back? You have to get out? Yes. It's okay. only one bedroom. Okay, but why don't you act like these tenants and tell your, your you know, we're not leaving? <laughs> yeah, my sister-in-law, I don't think that would go over very well. No, well, what's going on right now doesn't go over well. I mean, aren't there people who are supposed to help you? This, you bought this house not as an investment property you're going to rent out. You're, you want to live in it. Yes, we're at the stage of our life that we want to spend four more years in Hamilton because our family and our grandson is here. And then we want to retire out to our cottage in Selkirk. All right. So we thought this would be a middle-of-the-stage way to go and we wanted it to just be a cut and dry purchase and sale and it unfortunately is not that way okay but technically i think the law is on your side you bought the home to live in therefore the people the tenants who are in it now have to vacate the house okay well let me just set the record straight there we bought the home on paper conditions all removed We did not close on the home because if we close on the home, then we assume the tenant and have to start the landlord and tenant action all over again. So we're just sitting. Our bank is ready to fund the mortgage, but that's another whole kettle of fish because we now have suffered two interest rate hikes, and I understand there could be a third one on its way. So it's costing us money either finding a place to live or securing and keeping the mortgage that we hope we can have when we close on the deal. What is the position on the current owner of the home? That's not the people who live in it now. Well, he's been very amicable to us. They've been very good and they've been, you know, attacking anybody and everybody like we have who will listen and want to do something. The problem here is it's a landlord and tenant board. They're so far behind. Our MPP's office, he's not wanting to help, and he's a conservative. He's government. He could talk to the Minister of Housing and try to say, hey, we not only have one couple in Hamilton, I've had three people already come forward in the same position, and that's just in Hamilton. What about Toronto and so on? We have a big issue here, and nobody wants to do anything about it. I must admit, though, my... My lawyer, my real estate, the sellers, and ourselves are all very amicable in this. The tenant is the enemy. Who's your MPP? Our MPP is Neil Lumsden, and I have emailed him three times. My husband spoke to the office. We never have spoken to Neil, let me put that straight. The last thing they did for me a day ago is they sent my last email, apparently, to the Attorney General. Now, I don't know what the Attorney General will do, 
the House isn't sitting, but it's a good time for Neil to get involved and get the ball rolling in that manner, and he doesn't seem to be interested. Uh, no, it seems like uh, the too few people who really could do something about this situation that has happened to so many people, not just you. And I, I would say, Lori, you're being very nice to the Landlord and Tenant Board when you say they are backed up. They are incompetent, Lori. Yes, very much. Uh, Yeah, Lori uh, McKibben and her husband, Don, bought a home in Hamilton. Um, They are trying to uh, finalize this sale. The problem is the people who live in the home, they are tenants there, uh, refuse to move. Are they continuing to pay rent to the person you're trying to buy the house from? They have stopped paying the rent since January of this year. And every time we've approached him, my husband and I, uh, we've tried. I've sent him Facebook posts. I've tried to help him. He, he's a very negative, but uh, Jekyll and Mr. Hyde situation. The sold sign. He took the S off the one side to read old. He took the D off the other side to read S-O-L, and we all know what that means. All right. Uh, hang on a second, Lori, because uh, getting a call here from John, you're a paralegal? Joe. Joe. Good morning, Joe. Okay. So, Joe the paralegal, you, you, does she have to close on this house, or can she get these people out of there? If you have a signed purchase and sale agreement, an irrevocable agreement... The seller of the home may serve notice and make an application on behalf of the buyer. Yeah, and then then we wait a year for the Landlord and Tenant Board to do something. Right now, the Landlord and Tenant Board is backed up. We all know about that. Delays vary anywhere from five to eight months, but the procedure is that. There is also a procedure, by the way, to move it forward, to apply for rent. unpaid rent. Yeah, okay, but but uh, Joe, the unpaid rent's not Lori's problem. That's the, the okay. that's the seller's problem. Well, that's the other thing about the law is once she becomes the landlord, even if it's for any reason the tenant hasn't moved, there's a, a part in the law that says that all covenants transfer with the land. So as the landlord. She would be entitled to the rent arrears as well. All right, Joe, thanks for your call. I, I think what we I just have to put in there quickly is that once he was served um, notice that we he, they had a firm offer, uh, the 60 days went by, he didn't move out as of April 30th when he was served, and so therefore an action was put in on the agreement of purchase and sale, not for rent arrears. Now, if we put in for rent arrears, we have to be careful because one could bump the other, and that's happening more and more with the landlord and tenant board. And yeah. it's ridiculous. All right. Uh, well, it, it, I mean, my eyes could glaze over on all of the legal details that are going on here. Uh, but but the, the, the larger issue is, once again, we have a situation where people who have no right to stay in a piece of property are staying there and refusing to move. And in other jurisdictions around the, the planet, uh, that would not be allowed to continue. But it seems like from politicians to the landlord and tenant board or anybody else who's supposed to be involved. The last person they care about, Lori, is you. Exactly. But see, my husband and I, it's the area we want. It's the home we want. We are in our 
early 60s, and we want to look and forecast going forward. So this is a, a medium step for us, and we're, we're putting and digging in our heels. We can get out of the um, deal very easily because he, he cannot, the seller cannot give us vacant possession, but we're not willing to do that. And that's why I've come to the media, because when, you know, the going gets tough, you know, things just fall apart. When the, you know, here, here's a slogan for you. When the going gets tough, the politicians get going. There you go. There you go. Uh, Lori, I wish you all the best. Thanks very Thank much. You. Thanks so much. I, I don't know why this is an ongoing problem in Ontario. It's just there are so many jurisdictions where this just doesn't happen. Very quickly, you don't pay your rent or you won't move out of a piece of property that the owner wants to move into. Authorities with guns show up and move you out. It's that simple, and it should be that simple, but not in Ontario, where it seems like uh, with the turnstile justice system and what's happening with it and all of that, the last people considered by uh, the politicians and the and law enforcement and everybody who works for us is, is the good and the honest and the decent law-abiding people of this province. They're the last people considered.